what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Hello, one and all. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, coming to you live from Lucy Wow's barn in Pflugerville. Now, you may know me best as Lucy Wow's sidekick, or perhaps you know me as the inventor of goat boats, the only boats that truly smell like a pygmy goat. <laughs> but today I won't be boating. I'll be hosting as we discuss my favorite subject, invention. Now, you may be thinking, why does Kapow love invention so much? Well, my friends, I'll tell you why. I love invention because I was invented. That's right. Every inch of me from my body made of tools to my butt that plays music like a boombox was invented by Lucy Wow. How could I not love invention when I am one? Inventions are everywhere and so are inventors. In fact, you might be an inventor yourself and not even know it. Anyone from anywhere can be an inventor. All you need to get started is the ability to look at the world and say, what if? And no one asks this question more often than today's inventor. Jim Henson. Jim was born in 1936 in Mississippi. TV was a new invention back then, and the arrival of his family's first television was one of the biggest events of Jim's childhood. Jim loved to watch TV, especially the shows that had puppets. Jim loved puppet TV shows so much that while he was in high school, he started to wonder, what if I made a puppet for TV? And so he did. He started creating puppets for a children's show called The Junior Morning Show. Jim loved working on this show so much that he started to wonder, what if I created my own puppet show? And so he did. He created Salmon Friends, a five-minute puppet show for the local TV station. Now, the show may have only been five minutes long, but thanks to Jim's talents, it was ahead of its time. Jim invented techniques that made his TV puppets more real. He used flexible fabric-covered foam rubber to build his puppets, and this let them express a wider array of emotions than normal puppets that were made of wood. Jim had also started studying marionettes, which are dolls that are moved around with wires from above, unlike puppets that are moved from the inside. Jim blended puppets with marionettes, allowing for greater control of movement of his creations. By combining the two, he had invented something totally new, and he realized he'd better name it. He combined the two words, puppets and marionettes, and he came up with Muppets. Now that they had a name, Jim wondered, what if my Muppets could speak more realistically? You see, up until then, puppets mostly used random mouth movements, so Jim developed new techniques that allowed Muppet mouth movement to match the dialogue. With all these new inventions and innovations, Muppets were unlike anything anyone had seen before. One of these Muppets, a frog named Kermit, who Jim did the voice for, ended up staying with him for the rest of his life. These Muppets were so cool that Jim and Kermit were getting invited to all sorts of shows. Jim was also asked if his Muppets could star in a commercial. Now, 
Back then, commercial makers believed that being serious was the best way to sell things. But Jim wondered, what if a commercial was funny? And so, the Muppets started appearing in the funniest commercials anyone had ever seen. And people loved them! Jim couldn't make them fast enough. Soon, the Muppets were in more than 300 ads across every channel. The Muppets had become so popular that it was too much work for Jim to do alone. So, in 1963, Jim started the company Muppets Inc. and hired a puppet performer named Frank Oz to help him. It was around this time that Jim wondered, what if I made a movie? Muppets Inc. first short film, Time Piece, was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Live Action Short Film. Wow! But just because they were winning Oscars, the Muppets didn't stop starring in commercials. They even did one for Frito-Lay, which featured an early version of Cookie Monster. Nom, 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 nom. In 1969, the Children's Television Workshop were so impressed by the quality and creativity of Muppets, Inc. that they asked them to join them for their TV show, Sesame Street, a show that had just started. Jim's answer was simple. What if we gave it a try? Soon, Kermit, Grover, Bert and Ernie, Cookie Monster, Oscar the Grouch, and Big Bird were the stars of a TV show and talking to kids across the world. Next, Jim wondered, what if we did a puppet show for grown-ups? So Muppets, Inc. started working with another new show called Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live was a hit, but the Muppets were such big stars that they got their own show, The Muppet Show. The Muppet Show featured Kermit as a host and a variety of other characters, notably Miss Piggy, Gonzo the Great, and Fozzie Bear, along with other characters such as Animal. The show was such a big hit that Jim wondered, what if we did a Muppet movie? The Muppet movie came out in 1979. It was both a critical and financial success. In the movie, Jim, as Kermit, sang The Rainbow Connection, and it hit number 25 on the Billboard charts and was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song. The Muppets were now movie stars and TV stars. The new Muppet babies were cartoon stars. Everything the Muppets did was a success. And all of his success caught the attention of the maker of Star Wars. The Star Wars team asked Muppet Inc., what if you helped us create a character named Yoda? It turned out Jim Henson's Muppets were destined to be stars in a galaxy far, far away. Jim Henson always asked, what if? What if Muppets could work better? What if commercials could be funnier? What if kids' entertainment could be better? What if Muppets could star in a movie? What if? It's a simple question. But what if a simple question is all you need to change the world? Well, folks, we've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true! There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat kapow. Hey, that's me! Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger! Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner! I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too! Keep on the lights, folks! Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wow's sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, well, you know, faint. Well, today I got the most exciting news and I, and I, oh, easy kapow, deep breaths, hoo, 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 don't faint. 
t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker and God, I'm famous! The most famous mechanical pygmy goats ever live! Go to gokidgo.com and check me out! Lucy Well merchandise is now available and you know you need more Kapow in your life! Until next time, this is Kapow signing off! Go Kid Go! Go Kid Go!